This is Chelsea Wingo. And I'm Amy Covell. And this is our podcast, Hashtag Life Goals. This is our first episode of season two. Oh my God. Oh my God. Each week we examine one of our life goals and figure out what steps we need to take to make them a reality. Oh uh, yes. Our Olive. pup pup Olive is here with us. Podcast pup. Podcast pup. Podcast pup Olive. So come join us. It's going to be fun. Chelsea Wingo and I'm Amy Covell and this is our podcast hashtag life goals and it is 2020 oh my god welcome to season two of hashtag life goals oh my gosh this is very very exciting putting my best foot forward even though my mind's been elsewhere for the last couple of hours in the vein of that this is hashtag 2020 hopes and 2019 growth yes we will be discussing about our previous goals what we had in mind what we're looking forward to for this year and then possibly but most likely we'll be talking about the three things we are most proud of from this last year yes our biggest growth moments yes yes how was your holidays it was it was all right but there was um i i guess i'll just say there was a death in the family oh that's right that happened literally days before christmas so that really kind of shook everybody up yeah and it it wasn't fun it put a little damper on the holidays and um had some highs and lows but i think what was really important is that we really focused on being there for each other and being a family rather than like the gifts and stuff so I think that was kind of turning point in a sense because I just it it, gave a different meaning and feel to the holidays yeah that appreciation of your family and the time that we have exactly yeah it really did so it was so that was something that happened over the holidays unfortunately but we're good we're doing okay we're good we're um you know we're pushing through and uh yeah literally new year's i really didn't do anything i just stayed at home oh i was home at new year's yeah. too i didn't even get out of my pajamas <laughs> on new year's eve literally what i did is i hung out with my brother hey chap how you doing and his roommate slash friend uh at the apartment uh as they pre-gamed a little bit before they went out to koreatown to spend their new year's i think they went to some karaoke bars but if they did well they it did is not. koreatown it is but if they did they didn't tell me or they were too drunk to remember <laughs> <laughs> so i'm waiting to hear those stories i'm i was existing. supposed to go out with my cousin to go see um one of my second cousin's uh mm-hmm. band play but I was just not feeling great on New Year's Eve. So I stayed in and played board games with mom and dad and watched movies. And then I went and saw my cousin Harry play a few days later. Ah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So you had had somebody around for New Year's. I was just at the apartment by myself. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I didn't get out to vacation. So I didn't wrap my film until midnight on the Mm -hmm. the 22nd. So Mm -hmm. I got home on the 23rd. So I was there right before Christmas. I missed the family Christmas party by two days. Yeah. So um, I stayed a little longer through like the first week of January. Mm -hmm. And then as we mentioned previously, I was home for a day and then went into production. Like right as soon as you got Right away. Like that. And within that first day of production, I also booked two or three more projects, two features and a short so I'm actually already booked out through April 1st. 
Goodness. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. I have a little bit of a break coming up this week. Uh, so mm. I'm going to be doing a lot of tax preparation this yeah. week. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's great. So I have high hopes for 2020. Yeah. No, based on that start. That's good. Yeah. No, I, I, like to, I would like to feel like I'm on the same boat too. Because even though some stuff has been happening, there's actually a lot of things that are in play i will say as of right now basically i have a bunch of interviews a bunch of meetups for potential projects and things and that will be all solidified by february like the beginning of it Mm -hmm. and that should start progressing forward into kind of a higher hope and growth if you will regarding career wise so i'm looking forward to that so i am in a little bit of like a break right now so i'm trying to integrate my writing back in to get back more into writing my scripts because that's been off for a while so and I've been successful for doing that except for the last couple days because some personal stuff got in the way but I'm getting back into it and I feel like I'm finding a rhythm and it's it's January everyone's just trying to get back in the groove right exactly I actually just this side note I got a journal that's a 30-day commit journal where you basically jot down things that you do in 30 days that's a goal so recently i've been doing this thing of where i try to drink 64 fluid ounces of water every day to change my diet so a lot of people i've i've noticed have had to make that a goal which is so funny Mm because it doesn't even occur to me because i definitely drink that 64 ounces you already do it yeah i already do it and so um but for a lot of people drinking water is really hard yeah no it is it was definitely a big shift and now I'm so grateful that I'm more thirsty because I'm not as hungry as much anymore though I have been noticing that I do get a little bit more tired kind of easily throughout so right. that so will be the next step it's about the, the quality of the food that you are eating exactly mm-hmm. which is very important and then also maybe focus more on like the fats and stuff on my body to hopefully use that as energy rather than just everything that I eat all the time so right. we're gonna we're gonna figure it out I'm playing around a couple stuff here and there the next month is where I'll be focusing on basically training my body back into kind of was back in August for Ariel because that was when I had my last showcase and my body was better than it was for in a very long time so I'm trying to get that back up there but yeah okay so that those are very specific so why don't we get into the um the vagues if you will of uh, what our last year was what this current year is going to be and then our personal achievements that we think well, deserve the top spots I think it's all pretty specific but yeah let's dive into <laughs> yeah, the meat of the episode yeah don't go to like the mini itty gritty like sign the contract okay. like terms of agreement details <laughs> all right so as everyone knows we have five core categories yes. of goals that we try to focus our goals around and relate them all to mm-hmm. so let's start with our first category career yes what was your goal last year in career and how did it change and where did it end for you so for career my goal for 2019 was to become financially independent that was obviously a stretch because I did not achieve that goal but the positive in trying to reach it was that I was able to make editing my most stable way of income because that was where I got the most amount of money and that's where I got the most amount of you know uh, payment so I could call myself a freelance video editor, which is great. I obviously am still very much, I don't want to say a beginner, but I'm still new to the game in a sense where I'm still building up clients. I'm right. building up projects. Like literally. That consistency is still what's building. Exactly. Because uh, one thing I do plan on doing in the next few weeks is to 
update my editing reel. But the thing is, because I've done so much of variety, I've done narrative, I've done educational, I've done social media, I've done YouTube. So I'm going to update my editing reel with those different sections and then update also my website of like the best ones that I've right. worked on. So people know I'm not just strictly one. I'm a whole bunch. I'm eclectic. I look forward to seeing that because I have not actually gotten to see all of the new content that you've been editing for people. Yeah, because then also the other thing is that there's one of the short films that I worked on last year. Um, it's in film festival submissions right now. So I have to wait for that to fully be out and open before I can actually post it publicly on my website. But I do have it and I do plan on putting it in my reel because the director said that I could. I Good. just haven't been able to post it on the website yet. Yes. Oh, and then, sorry, side note, uh, because I'm thinking about film festivals. So a, fo- a short that Amy and I worked on last year, it got accepted into its first film festival. Woohoo! Yay! Which is very, very exciting. Sorry. Faith will be screening at Indie Fest here in Los Angeles um, yes, the beginning of February. Yes, it's going through a certain rounds uh, regarding um, certain awards and nominations, but it made it into an Indie Fest select, so that's really, really good. Yep, so we've got the laurels. We're just waiting to see if it takes any other awards and when mm-hmm. the screenings will be. We we will post to our social media yes, and tell definitely. you all about it as well as maybe other film festivals that might be submitted in Ooh, Ooh. if that happens okay Ooh. anyway so that was 2019 2020 is where i want to uh i want to build up more consistency with freelance editing which is what you mentioned which i think is what will be more important for me because that will lead towards the long-term goal for editing in particular to become financially independent. Right. So I want to make that step of being more consistent, getting more clients, getting Mm -hmm. more stuff to do, which seems like it's happening already, but still have a little bit more bit by bit by bit. So then eventually I could reach that long-term goal, though it probably, if it works out, maybe it'll be like in a couple of years, but I'm hoping it'll be sooner, but I think it'll be sooner. Because you already have one regular client who's been really consistent in providing work. So you just need like one or two more that can be kind of your bread and butter. Exactly. And because it just depends on the season. It depends on what they need and what they're looking for. So yeah, that's the overall goal as of right now. What about you, Amy? Well, in 2019, my goal at the beginning of the year was to work another 100 days toward my DGA days, towards Mm -hmm. my union days. And then when we did our update, I changed it to 40 days. So that way I would be ready to apply to third area DGA. So that is being able to work in the union anywhere but Los Angeles and New York. Mm -hmm. So I ended the year with 67 days. Nice. So nice in between both of those goals. I'm starting to build my official union book to submit Mm -hmm. and my goal is to submit it to them by march you know it might take like a month for them to turn it around Mm -hmm. but um hopefully then that means that by june i will be third area eligible and able to take union jobs that are not in los angeles or new york Mm -hmm. and through that then i can gain enough days to move up to working in the DGA in Los Angeles. Nice. So this year, I have two goals. One is to get into third area. Mm -hmm. And the second goal is to obtain three new bookkeeping clients. This past year, I got rid of a lot of my side hustles right near the end of the year. Yes, you did. So I'm not really working with the band management anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, here and there. You know, they never fully let me go. Um, I'm not nannying anymore. Mm -hmm. I quit my nanny job in November. But again, 
when I'm free, I always offer to help. They're now truly side, side hustles. Um, side, side, like that. I am now filming so consistently that filming is my number one job. And what I'm trying to build up is just the only side hustle I'm really trying to keep is the accounting and bookkeeping and tax preparation. So I am in tax season and I've already got some new clients for tax season. Mm -hmm. My goal is to get three more bookkeeping clients because then I would have five bookkeeping clients that then I can get income from every month. Yep. Um, at least a set amount to kind of help supplement. Nice. So that's my goal for 2020 under career. Woohoo. Fabulous. All right. Which category do you want to jump into next? Let's go into relationships. Oh. <laughs> so I'll start. <laughs> yes, you start. Last year, my goal was to go out and meet more people. Mm -hmm. And then when we did our first update, I said, well, it's still that. I want to say yes to more events mm -hmm. to so I meet more people. And then... Near the end of the year, I started talking a little bit more about my relationship that I am in. And so it was, I needed to determine the future status of this relationship. Yeah. That is really not within my control. I know where I am. Mm -hmm. I can't make them be where I want to be. Yeah. But I'm also not ready to step away from that relationship because mm -hmm. I see lots of growth in it. Mm -hmm. So I did go out and meet more people. I did say yes to more events. And my guy and I have been increasing our communication around what we need out of our relationship. And there has been a lot of growth. That's awesome. But the full on future of that relationship is not entirely in my hands. Yeah. You know, it takes two to tango. Mm -hmm. So I can want all these things. So I will say I have a 2020 hope, but mm -hmm. it cannot be my goal because it is not in my control. Yeah. My 2020 hope is that he puts a ring on it. <laughs> but what I can goal myself at things that are measurable mm -hmm. is I can commit to balancing my time with my partner so that was one thing that we are working on is like when I am out shooting for 16 hours a day how do I balance that communication and quality time with my partner so mm -hmm. that is what I'm committing to and the other thing I'm going to commit to is keeping myself open to the possibilities mm-hmm whether that is the possibilities in the relationship I'm in or the possibilities that it's not the right relationship for me. Mm -hmm. So we shall see. Yep. I'm sorry, guys. I'm super <laughs> vague about this particular situation. But it, it's but, you respect your privacy, as we all should. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Mostly to respect his privacy because yeah. he's very private and I so, so am not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, like my family is... Um, it's 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 somewhat private. There's some things that like you know. There's great. Not that I'm like from like a Mormon family or anything. My family's great. I just you know. There's your some family things. is also very private. It's and very privacy private. is something yeah. that I kind of struggle with because I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Like when he finds out that you know people I work with know about him, it weirds him out. And I'm like, yeah. to me, it's weird not to talk about that stuff. Yeah, because those are all parts of my life. Yeah, and also I think what's also interesting is being in like the entertainment industry or an industry where you have to show your face show your lifestyle and things like that you kind of do need to bring up these certain points because they're because even the podcast that we're doing right now it is a form of entertainment for right. people so that to listen to stories and everything like that like the youtubers and stuff like that it's appealing to a lot of people so they want to know more because they're interested in your life 
Right. And figure they don't that- listen to the podcast just for the content that we say. They're interested in us as people yeah. and what we bring to the show. And our dynamic. I mean, I mean, we banter. It's, it gets interesting, guys. <laughs> but there are some lines, unfortunately, that we have to draw because we can't just consider just ours because that would be we selfish. We have to think about other people's privacy. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah, so if there are things that we're vague about and that stuff, then please respect that. But we know you already do, so appreciate that. All right. Uh, so I guess it's my turn then, which I... <laughs> <laughs> this the relationship this has been mm, this i don't want to interesting is not the right word for it what would i say this as it's been a journey for you this year uh, yeah i'd say um because your my, relationship journey turned into a journey of self-love yes that's exactly how i was gonna direct this towards because um a lot of because my uh goal in 2019 was to I had said to lower my distrust towards men in regards. I think you did lower some of those. I did a little bit, but I think what it was that was more holding me back that I recently discovered really the past few months as a lot of even day-to-day stuff, I get very scared very easily, even if I don't show it. She's skittish. Yeah, I, I can be. Jeez, I can't, don't know if that's, that's, that's an insult anyway. It's uh, not an insult, it's just a fact. <laughs> it's, Some cats are skittish, you're skittish. I'm not a cat, I'm a wolf. <laughs> well then you need to drop that skittishness at the door. Pull out that inner wolf. Ow! Okay, wolf pack. Ow! Ow! Oh, that, gosh, is, that is a reference to... Fuller house, if anybody got that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, moving on. So, yes, the relationship uh, goal for me was to lower distrust towards men, which I think happened. But because of stuff that I went through regarding crushes, rejection, also rejecting other people and things like that, it turned more into, as you were talking about, self-love. I mean, I made a whole video of me trying to write one thing I like about myself for 30 days and I end up going to 90 days even if I didn't film everything and I don't write everything now but I think with me it's more of working on myself and then also with dealing with the fears and anxieties that I have not just in relationships but in other things but for relationships specifically to not wait till the last minute to say what I'm feeling and just figure it out right then and there because that way you know where you stand and then you can easily progress forward without going through a heartbreak which I definitely did so is that kind of your goal this year is to kind of figure out those feelings and voice them yeah honestly I know I've said this a lot but honestly as of right now I really have no interest in dating it is not a top priority for me I really need to focus on me and my work I like you would be open to the possibility but it's just not a top priority for me. And I think what would be more important for me relationship-wise is to be open to the possibility. And then, as you did mention, you know, if I'm feeling something, say it. Figure out if it is. If not, then it's not the end of the world. It's fine. I apologize. I'm chilly for some reason right now, which is why I sound like a little as I'm trying to talk right now. So if you see any I have a feeling part of that is the topic. It is also the topic, too. But literally the last 10 minutes as we've been talking, I've been starting to be like, shriveled up into a corner and just like... This is Los Angeles. It's not cold. It's... 
Ah, it's thinned out my blood. It's thinned out my blood. Don't roll your eyes at me, Amy. <laughs> I am cold. But yes, it is a mixture of both. Okay, okay. What was your goal in 2019 around family? Well, obviously, you and I have different stances regarding that because I have no intention for kids anytime soon. Right. My goal was to um, try to um, see my family more, but that unfortunately didn't work out as well because with working as a freelancer and also in the entertainment industry, some things will just come up like that. Timing becomes difficult. And then also with work-life balance is always going to be a struggle and, and it's a learning process. Yeah, so that's something I'm trying to figure out. So, um, geez, I don't know why I'm like being so pensive and quiet about this or like. <laughs> well, do you know what your goal is this year? Because I know you wanted to spend more time with family last year mm-hmm. and you didn't fully achieve that. No, and um, now I just feel guilty and sad about it. I'm sorry, mom aww. and dad. I'm sorry, my family. I'm. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God, I'm getting emotional. You're not a hermit. You did see your family plenty. You just wanted to be a little better about it. Yeah, and unfortunately, that was not the case. So, God, I did not expect to cry. Ugh. Oh, it's it's uh, we've come full circle, Chelsea. <laughs> we've come full circle. But I'm not. But, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Back to the days where we had a box of tissues next to you every episode. I, I will say, I think I've gotten better in terms of my emotions like the last few weeks after what happened the last few months I think I've definitely gotten better I think it's just a lot of stress and things like that but yeah so I think for me it would just so at least um, interact with family more whether it be like calls or texts and that kind of thing because I think another thing that's maybe more relatable for me is that it's not only just my family but it's also my friends because I would describe myself as an outgoing introvert I do like my personal me time but there are some times where I will get very lonely and I get very like skittish and anxious be like what's going on whatever like like I found out last minute that my brother and Wyatt uh were gonna be out of the house so I was like oh I'll have some like people come over like last minute that didn't really happen as much but I did have one friend come over and it ended up being really fun because she had never seen any of the Harry Potter movies oh my god so, so we you guys saw the watch. first so we saw the first Harry Potter movie together oh that's nice yeah so that turned into a really like sweet like special like event so it just also kind of reflected how important it is that friends could also be family to you as well because I do have my family but I also have a lot of friends that I do consider as family as well and so I should not be so scared or feel like I'm gonna burden them by asking them hey do you want to hang out or hey do you want to do this and do that so basically be more proactive in just asking people I want I care about to hang out right and to have more moments with them because a lot of times people will just assume that you're too busy exactly assumption is such a big thing and let me tell you never assume it makes an ass out of you and oh me. oh my god i hate that saying my ex-fiance <laughs> used to say it all the time Ugh, I, I, I never want to hear it ever again all right so just just it makes you look like an ass if you okay assume. fine whatever well it's something like that yeah but so i would just I think for me, family would be branching that also to my friends and just kind of including everybody that I care about and hang out with them when I can. And so that way I don't feel alone. I don't feel scared. I. Mm-hmm. So in 2019, my goals for family were to improve my credit score and to start paying down some of my credit cards in the preparation for hopefully being able to buy a house and start a family. 
I did improve my credit score. I had paid down two of my cards and then they went right back up again due to life getting in the way. Um, and I started researching homes on Zillow to start to figure out the market and what I want. Um, at the end of the year, I also started two investment accounts. So I now own stock and <laughs> I have a savings account that is being invested. Nice. So in that note, I am trying, that is my goal this year, is to continue with my investment and savings plan. Mm-hmm. And I want to weigh purchases I make against my future goals. So there's lots of things I want Lots of things that, you know, in a lot of ways I need, but I need to weigh these purchases against my goals. And would I do better buying said thing or spending said money or would I be better putting it in one of my investment accounts? Because savings has always been kind of a hard thing for me. So I want to really increase my savings game this year. (laughs) And I want to set small, obtainable financial goals for myself. So I need a car. We know that. That's kind of a big lofty goal for me. But there are some other things that I need. Like I want a new portable onset printer. I got a $50 Amazon gift card for Christmas. And even though I need dog food, I need some office supplies. Like I'm trying my hardest not to spend that gift card so I can instead put it towards that purchase of a portable printer. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean by like some small financial savings goals. So that's where I'm at for family. Mm -hmm. So I'm just really working on being able to be in the position to Mm -hmm. save and buy a house and have kids. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. We're already more than halfway through with our goals. Oh, goodness gracious. Let's see if I can cry more. Yay. I don't think you're going to cry during the next one. Uh, We'll see. Health and wellness. Oh, mm-hmm. Now, I did not do good in <laughs> don't, this. Don't laugh at me. I'm being laughed she's at already, She's already assuming that she's going to cry, and that's why he laughed. <laughs> um, I did not do well under health and wellness last okay, year. Okay, good. <laughs> My goal was to have, you know, to stick to a fitness plan in the sense of a workout routine uh-huh. and to lose 10 pounds. And to increase my flexibility. Mm-hmm. When we recapped, um, I decided that the workout routine was not working. So I was like, let's try to have one very active thing once a week. Uh-huh. That didn't happen. <laughs> um, and I also had committed to going to an aerial class before the end of the year. That didn't happen. Yes, I'm still on that for you. Um, and I made the goal to keep, I made my 10 pound goal. And my goal was to then keep off the weight through the new year. Mm -hmm. So I, for the most part, kept off the weight. I think I gained two or three pounds on vacation and I'm down to like only one pound over where I was. So I count that as a win. Mm -hmm. This year, I don't know what I'm going to do because I, it's really, for me, health and wellness has nothing to do with eating because I eat so well already. Yeah. So it really is more about integrating activity now i'm an active person Mm -hmm. in my daily life and i think that's why there's not this huge push for me to have a workout routine Mm -hmm. because i'm so active yeah but i need to integrate some sort of extra physical activity Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna go for one extra physical activity a month like Mm -hmm. going hiking okay or trying aerial Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to goal myself to quit vaping by the end of the year. 
Okay. So I quit cigarettes uh, a little less than two years ago. Yeah, it was around A little then, less yeah. than two years ago and have just been on vape. And so now my goal is this year to try to get off of the vape. That's where I am for health and wellness. Right, I know I'm they're not that. super lofty mm-hmm. goals, but this is not a category <laughs> that's close to my heart. Mm-hmm. So Chelsea, what did you decide <laughs> last year? Well... I have to say in particular, the last year was kind of a big shift in terms of health and wellness because it was really when I found activities that I really, really love to do. I had done boxing for the last few months and I had been doing aerial, but then I started doing aerial dance and then I started doing more aerial dance. So a lot of like the strength and endurance and all that stuff I got it and it was super fun to be able to have all that and be able to do a lot of things I didn't think I was capable of I mean it even showed in the um August performance Mm -hmm. that I did which was awesome but then unfortunately I because of finances and stuff I didn't have Ariel for a very long time and now I'm just recently getting back into it and I'm not exactly back to square one but I am not where I was so that's hugely disappointing but my main goal was to was to find a way to cut cravings so that when I'm super hungry, I don't just go for something immediate because that is my issue because my lifestyle right. and being a freelancer is... You want to try to is, make better food decisions. I want to make better food decisions. And I have definitely not been the best at this. I will admit that. I am trying to work on that. But then here is also the other thing. Because I work from home, especially in my own room, I get cabin fever very, very easily. And if I don't get out of that house, man, I get panic attacks. I get anxiety. I go crazy. So I have to get out of the house in one way, shape, or form. And normally when I get out of the house, I associate that with getting food. But by that, because by that time, I'm hungry. Right. So that's why, like, especially as I mentioned earlier, I've been trying to do the water challenge. So that way I don't feel as hungry throughout the day. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that with some switches I'm making, such as instead of writing at my computer, actually going to the library to do some writing. That's that way I'm out of the house. So that way when I get back, I'm more inclined to cook rather than to do something quick and simple. Because that's that's always been my issue is that since I work from home, I have to get out of the house. And so when you get out of the house, that's when you stop and get food. Yeah. Exactly. So because getting out of the house is my like mental clarity and kind of like my break from everything. So if I'm not out, then I go crazy and I make like quick impulsive decisions. And then also with work, again, it's that balance between work and healthy and all that stuff. So uh, my goal for this year would be to switch it up so that way not every time I go to the house, out of the house is for food. So like incorporate with... So right, you don't associate it with that anymore. Exactly. So with the writing at the library, do that and kind of like maybe also when I go outside, do walking around. I've been doing that a lot more recently. Oh, that's good. So do stuff like that. So that way when I'm home and I have those meals to cook, I can just cook them and I'm not drowning in my hunger (laughs) right right you're not like I'm so hungry I just need food now exactly because also with the water I'm not as hungry anymore but because of that it's not focusing on the other nutrients that I have so that is pushing me actually towards to making some more healthier decisions so like I've been I've been cutting back a little bit on my carbs like I don't like eat with the bun or anything because I feel like bloated I feel sick I'm gonna be starting maybe trying to have maybe some like nuts or something before I work out so that way I have a little bit more energy Mm -hmm. so that way when I come back I don't consume as much in terms of breakfast time even though breakfast has been said that's when you can have your carbs because you burn them spinach spinach that's what I will say you and I were talking about energy yeah spinach is great for energy it's Mm -hmm. a you know it's a healthy green leafy vegetable Yeah, yeah yeah it also has a lot of iron has a lot of 
Like, it has yeah. a lot of the nutrients that your body craves. Yeah. And so I would definitely recommend, like, incorporating more spinach into your diet. Mm-hmm. I do love spinach, yeah. It's just, obviously, with the timing and everything, I was like, oh, I can only do it for, like, lunch and dinner, and that by the time I'm, like, I'm hungry, and go up, blah, 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 blah. But spinach that- is so easy, because if you're eating it raw, you're just throwing it on whatever you're eating, and if you're cooking it, it takes literally less than three minutes to saute. Yeah, as, again, just... I made spinach for Rex this morning. Told you I was out of dog food. So he had spinach (laughs) and eggs today. Well, that's, that's, that's quite yummy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So it's just, it's just going to be incorporating a lot of things that I would associate maybe for like this time frame into this time frame. And then when I get out of the house, do something different so that I don't associate it with food. And then also stick with the water thing that I've been doing because I actually really do love it. And I love that I'm not as hungry as I normally am and that I don't go for, you know, the shitty stuff as much that's all a lot so we're just going to be doing it like maybe by month by month obviously doing the water thing for a whole month and so probably the next month we'll be providing the things for my body so i get back that endurance and strength that right. i really want because i have a showcase that will be in like the next few months and i want to be able to do a high hammock routine again awesome so yeah that's a goal for that <sighs> all right so we've gone last to goal. the last goal yeah personal, personal growth, growth. Oh my goodness, we said it at the same time. <laughs> Jinx. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you goal yourself for personal growth last year? I feel like what I originally had set it to be was to try something new, at least like once a day oh, or something. Yeah. That's what I originally and then you switched it, it to like once a month, I once think. Once a month. And then that didn't really pan out because as you've mentioned a lot in this podcast, it's been a lot of self-journey and self-growth right and then also I think as I've also mentioned earlier a big factor I've kind of learned a lot of myself is that a lot of things that I've thought about or like done or like choices were like I hate to like disappoint people I hate that it's a lot of fear-based stuff right so I'm trying so I think more personal growth for me is to try not necessarily remove it but at least acknowledge it and work around it mm-hmm. and I feel like especially the last few weeks with kind of putting that front forward I've been able to be a lot more balanced in my emotions, been able to kind of tackle on a little bit more. And I feel... Except for here where we make you super vulnerable. Yeah, obviously right now, this because I think because there's other stresses that have happened outside that we've talked about. We put you in front of the mic and your armor comes off. That's what happens. Exactly. I'd I'd be very... I'm vulnerable and I'm raw for you guys. You're welcome. Anyways, so (laughs) I... uh, So I think I just... I'm just more acknowledging that, you know, it's like you're scared of some things and it's okay and then just work around it and I think with that it will help a lot with me not being as anxious or having as many panic attacks and maybe not crying as much like I haven't really cried a whole lot except for today because you just bring that out of me Amy you just do I I don't know I I guess I'm really mean (laughs) no it's just that as you mentioned uh my shield comes down so I'm a little bit more raw and vulnerable so I think for 2020 it's more acknowledging all the feelings I have both good and bad and um, be able to work around through it and also just to know that not everything's the end of the world and that when you're (laughs) how can I be serious about this when you're taking selfies with the podcast pup (laughs) what (laughs) oh my gosh I can't Uh, help it yeah yeah, got well. Podcast pup. Podcast pup. Yes, exactly. I coined yes, that. 
Hashtag podcast pub. I coined that. I claim that as mine. You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, so just acknowledge all the feelings that I have and that not to like be like, oh my God, blah, like it's the end of the world as I normally have in the past and kind of just let it My mom out. says, don't sweat the small stuff and it's all small stuff. Oh yeah, it always is. Especially with what's happening right now. It's all small stuff right <laughs> right it's stressful in the moment but then it's like that pause and thinking of the bigger world and it's exactly. like this shit don't matter yeah none of this ladders yeah. none of this fucking matters exactly and also by acknowledging and slightly removing fear i feel that i have been a little bit more confident in terms of you know reaching out to people especially business wise and also oh like let's write this and like don't be afraid like if you don't think you're gonna do enough today just do something and push through yeah it's one of those things it's like when you acknowledge the fear or like when you forgive yourself both of those things can actually be really empowering yeah just being able to be like i'm afraid of this can make it easier to deal with yeah i feel like that's something i've you don't have to put up a brave face for yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we may put it out there for the world, but you don't have to put up that mask when you're talking to yourself. Yeah, I feel like that's something that I've been acknowledging recently. And by knowing that I'm scared, but that everybody is. It's I, OK to be scared. It's OK. And I feel I do feel a little more confident and that I can do a little bit more than I anticipate it. And then when I do it, it's like, oh, this isn't that bad. Or, oh, I could easily get this done. I don't know why I overthought that. But yeah. Whew. Okay. Well, now, Amy, it's your turn to be vulnerable. What about your personal <laughs> I don't know growth? how vulnerable I'll be during this. Oh, Amy. <laughs> uh, my personal growth goals were a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to have more me time and get more into some of my hobbies that I hadn't done in a while. The next time we met up, I talked about, you know, really focusing on piano and guitar. So I did succeed in the me time category. Mm-hmm. I did succeed in the piano category. Yeah. Guitar. Eh, guitar. So, nah. so. Um, yeah. The guitar I need to be more consistent with. Yes. So I wanted to work more on like completing projects I have that are sitting out there. I, oh, yeah. I finished Playground Politics. Yep. I still owe everybody a link to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's unpaid. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I didn't touch Numb. And mm-hmm. I only like went through, reviewed the footage like once for Dance mm-hmm. on Fire. I didn't yeah. start re-editing it. So this year, my goal is to complete unfinished projects. Mm-hmm. So one project a month starting in February. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do one project a month. That's good. And then my goal is to do an hour of guitar a week. Yeah. So those are the two goals. And I think they're manageable. Yeah. But again, I have to hold myself accountable. Yeah. No, I say they are. And definitely hold yourself accountable. I mean, with removing the fear, I think that ties into as well. There are other projects and other basically scripts that I've written, but I haven't written the drafts to it, like Mm -hmm. the new drafts. And I have to hold myself accountable for that. So I think by removing that fear of like, oh, I'm not going to get enough done at this time. Like I should have put more time in. It will remove that fear. It will just allow me to just finish the day I'm project so i have a calendar where i have all my side hustles or my hustles for my video editing on the side and then below it i have the list of titles of projects to work on for myself and i have multiple because i find as a writer i don't know if anybody else experiences this but after working on one project for a while i get bored or i lose interest 
So by having multiple, then you I can, can step away from one. Step away and go to the other one. Exactly. So right. I have a couple that I'm juggling with, including a special project that we will be working on in the next few months. But we Woo-hoo. can't tell too much about it. Sorry. We have to keep it secret for now. Because obviously there's still a lot of work that needs to be done, but we're 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 excited. I don't know if I don't know if you're excited, Amy. I I, I, am, I am excited because mm-hmm. this will be the first time in seven years that mm-hmm. I have gotten into the director's chair. That is okay. We will admit that secret. Amy is going to be directing this piece. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, I di- I've directed scenes here and there mm-hmm. when I've needed to step in. Yeah. Um, but directing is not a long term goal for me, so it's mm-hmm. not something I pursue. Yeah. And then, so, but this is going to be a project that I step into the director's seat yes, for. Yes, and I'll be taking a step back in the directing seat because I'm going to be writing and acting in it. And no, it's not to be, oh my gosh, I want to be in TMZ. I want to be famous like Kim Kardashian. No. It's just a very personal project. Yes. A lot of things that I've been dealing with have been very fear-based and being very scared. And this character I wrote is very 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 scared so i'm hoping to be able to experience her in a sense it'll be cathartic yes and i'll be able to progress even more forward than i feel like i already have i feel like i'm definitely a lot farther than where i was when i first wrote this Mm because i still was in her mindset so it's going to be interesting to try to get back into it so i'm really hoping this time around we will have a good cast and crew that will be respectful for everybody and right themes about it i don't think it's going to be a problem i don't think so either especially with the people that i already have in mind right so yeah i think this will be a very bonding experience well i have a lot of hope for 2020 same here i think it's going to be a great year for us Mm -hmm. and a great year for the podcast yes no definitely i'm 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 more pumped and more excited than i have been in the last couple months i'll admit the last couple months i've been a little like uh and just not in the right mindset but now i am Right? Yes. New year, new growth, and time to talk about last year's growth. We talked about where we ended on Mm -hmm. each of our goals, but what are the three accomplishments or growth moments or things from last year that were either you're most proud of or that were most impactful for you? Ooh. First one that comes to mind would be the high hammock routine I did for Ariel because that one I trained so much for it and I am definitely nowhere near as some of the instructors or experts in that area but I was able to do it and it was very cathartic and it was a very fun experience and then um I think number two I think it is a battle between a making video editing sort of more of a consistent paying gig for me or editing a short film that was outside of a genre that I normally don't do, which was comedy. It was a comedy film, but it got a lot of praise and people liked it. And I have built so some you, connections. You spread your wings. I did. I did spread my wings on a lot of stuff, actually. So it's a mixture between making editing more of my main income and branching out into different variety formats to add to my portfolio. And uh, call me cheesy, but... <laughs> I really the experience that happened in Christmas I think was definitely something that impacted me a lot because it really changed my outlook and you know spending time with those that um, we have with us before they're gone and also it really that was really the point when I realized a lot of things that I would experience and feel was very fear-based and that's where I got all my anxieties and that's maybe so what it's kind of an eye-opening yeah event exactly had you lost anybody else in your adult life 
Because uh, I find for a lot of people that first major loss in their adult life it can be kind of hit you over the head um, because a lot of times our first experiences with loss are usually when we're young and it's like an older mm-hmm. family member that like, you know, we have some fond memories with, but we didn't know that well, or we're just not really that aware. And sometimes those first losses as an adult mm-hmm. um, kind of kick us in the teeth. Um, Technically, no. But the thing is, is that I did not. I, I, I have lost other people earlier, like a few years earlier, but I wasn't as close to them as I was with this person. But also the other thing is that this person was very close to me in my childhood. And then as I got older, I didn't see them around as much. And so. Right. The so time- then you have that that feeling of regret of not spending yeah. more time with them. Yeah. But even even as a child, um, there were a couple people that I lost that really did impact me or didn't or impacted me much later in life like my grandfather I lost when I was 10 but at that time frame I wasn't able to go to his funeral so I regret not being able to go and then unfortunately this is very cheesy as well but my first dog Calvin he died when he was only six or seven because oh yeah first first pet losses are traumatic yeah it was very traumatic for me yeah but I mean Oh, man, I didn't mean to go into this whole death feel of like everybody that I've lost and yada yada yada. But the most recent one, I think it's one that it definitely impacted me a lot and the rest of the family, and especially at the time frame of when it was because it yeah, was literally right at the holidays. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that answers your question. <laughs> no, you absolutely did. You did. But yeah, I'd say those three like would be, I guess, the most impactful or the most growth worthy, but. I'm looking forward to more happy times. <laughs> yes. Uh, what about you? So for 2019, um, my first thing is the accomplishment of leaving my main side hustles. Oh, definitely, for sure. And kind of a part B to that would be the fact that I got QuickBooks Online Pro Certified. Mm-hmm. And I want to continue along that. I've talked about getting more bookkeeping clients and I want to get advanced certified Mm -hmm. my second thing from last year is I definitely was way more successful at achieving work-life balance Mm -hmm. at shutting off when I'm at home and not carrying the stress with me and enjoying the time I spend with others enjoying the time that I spend with myself Mm -hmm. I made huge strides in worth work-life balance which I think is then going to help me in this new goal I have this year of obtaining that kind of work-life balance with my partner. And then my number three accomplishment or impactful thing is this podcast. (laughs) I am so proud of our first year of this podcast. This has been such a huge, huge positive in my life. Podcast recording day. I love what I do on set, but podcast recording day is always my favorite day. This makes me so happy and I'm so proud of where we've gotten it to and I can't wait to see where we take it to and now I've made her cry. (laughs) Again, not what I was expecting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, this is just, uh, well, I mean, I think it to set up the 2020 just right, just get all the tears out. (laughs) Right? Let's start fresh. If you have 2019 moments 
that you want to share with us either from your life mm-hmm. or what you've heard on the podcast please <laughs> tell us on social media at yes. life goals pod facebook instagram twitter or email us at lifegoalspod at gmail.com. Yes, we are all there for each other and we are all interested in everybody's story. We are in this life goals journey together. Yes, we are. <laughs> now, we decided we weren't going to do a hashtag hunt this week. No. And there's no, obviously no, no challenge because we've just set up all of our big year challenges. Exactly. <laughs> but I couldn't help but look for some <laughs> hashtags. <laughs> I only wrote oh down God. a few. Okay. First of all, going to say this note. When okay. I put in 2020 hopes, oh my God, so much of what I got was basic bitches. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to say something completely <sighs> different. So uh, I'm good. I hope everybody has peace and love and growth <laughs> and world peace. <laughs> Okay, Miss America, could you be more fucking basic? (laughs) So I picked one that was slightly less basic. Okay. And I picked two that I thought were funny. All right, hit me. So let's go with the funny ones first. (laughs) I'm so more into cashmere scarves. I want to be bougie. Hashtag 2020 hopes. (laughs) What? You go. Get on with your bougie self. Get get more cashmere scarves. <laughs> oh my gosh, the voice. I can't handle it right now, Amy. <laughs> For 2020, I hope I fucking die. Hashtag speak it into existence. Hashtag 2020 hopes. And then their friend commented, I hope you shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I get that that's funny to me. It's yeah. not funny to Chelsea. <laughs> but it's funny to I me. I know. I get it. That that's that's our sarcasm again one of the things i have to work i know sarcasm is not my strongest suit and i can understand when people like say it but of course there's the part of the back of my mind just like well if they're not kidding that could be i know that person's kidding but they're just, obviously kidding i just don't use that phrase or terminology a lot and i just love how their friend responded <laughs> i do love how the friend responded it's like i hope you shut the fuck up so here is our least basic okay positive 2020 hopes <laughs> For 2020, I wish everyone falls in love with themselves and with that self-love achieve great heights in life by becoming more wiser, better, calmer, smarter, stronger, and ultimately happier. (laughs) Happy New Year. I like that. And of course you do. (laughs) Sorry that I'm a basic bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Can I have moments when I can't be that? (laughs) Welcome to 2020, bitches. Yay! Well, (laughs) until next time. Yes. I'm Amy Covell. And I'm Chelsea Wingo. And you've been listening to Hashtag Hashtag Life Goals. Goals. Thanks for listening to this crazy episode, guys. (laughs) Have a great day. Bye-bye.